On this week's episode of Homework Hour, Akash and I interview Phil Farda, who's a local comedian and entrepreneur in the Utica area. Uh, we talked to him about a bunch of stuff uh, revolving around his comedy career, and uh, as you can imagine, he's a funny, super funny guy. Uh, so Akash and I had a great time talking with him, and uh, we hope you enjoy. Today on Homework Hour, we have Phil Farda. Phil's a local comedian, entrepreneur, and trivia host operating within the Utica area. He's involved with multiple different comedy groups such as Comedy Central and uh, Central NY. I think it's CNY, Comedy Central CNY, and the Fat Cats Comedy Club. You can also catch him hosting stage time trivia around local bars in Utica. Akash and I are super excited to have Phil on and pick his brain about life, just the world of comedy, and hopefully pick up some tips on improving our senses of humor. So, Phil, thanks for joining us, man. You're welcome, man. It's good to be here. I'm yeah. glad you said uh, Ak- Akash's name. Is that Did I say it wrong already? Yeah. Uh, it's, the emphasis is on the first day, so it's Akash. Akash. It's good to know, man. I would have no, said it's... that wrong probably forever, and I probably still will. Don't worry, Nate used to but, do it all the time. I bet. We just yeah, let I it slide. I wrong for years, and Akash was just nice enough to just, like, not tell me when I really should have been pronouncing it correctly. And I, I, had, think I, for, I think for people with, with difficult names, you just you just deal with it. I have a friend, uh, Anna, who I, I've been calling Anna for six years. I just found out it's Anna yesterday. Yeah. Something similar happened with with Akash here. He was just like, "Hey Nate, uh, you don't you don't say that right." I was like, oh. <laughs> "Right, yeah." It's okay. eventually. It's like six years ago. It's long enough. <laughs> For sure. That's how man. you know we made it, though. You know, like when you're that close, you're like, "Okay, Nate, you gotta, yeah, fi- yeah, fix your shit, man." Like my name's actually this. He's like, "Oh, oh my god." I'm like, "No, it's fine." Yeah, dude, we took that. We took the next step for sure. <laughs> but you did, the, you did the right thing, Akash, because if you wait long enough, he'll feel guilty about that forever. Oh, and I like love that's that. gonna I bother him. That. Yeah, it, it does. It does bother me for sure. Because this this girl Anna, I used to work with her for like seven years, and then now she's she's came came to a trivia night last night, and it, this just came out, and I was like, my god, the whole time we were working together, I was wrong name. I can't sleep at night. <laughs> yeah Anna, Anna, I'm, I'm sure was uh boxing you into a similar situation for sure it's a good play <laughs> all right phil so to start just tell us a little bit about yourself before we get into all the comedy talk and uh trivia questions and stuff like sure. that yeah i'll cover the basics that everybody asks uh so i started yeah. doing comedy in 2002 in my early 20s and then uh it i did it like locally or like regionally and then uh, it it doesn't pay, so I ran out of money. And then uh, mm-hmm. I and then I I went to work. So I took like five years off. I went and just worked like retail. But then I got fired, and I was like, man, I've always wanted to do comedy, right? Even like from my early twenties. So then I got back into it 
at that point I was a little bit older and I had a better understanding of the business side. So I was like, Oh, I could, you know, we could book these shows in such a way that we can make some money. And, um, and then that's when I turned it into a business. Cause we had, so you mentioned fat cats comedy club. I started mm-hmm. there. That place was open from early 2000s to like 2006 and then they closed. Yeah. And so I, and they, uh, and then they've been, so they've been closed, but I just use what I learned there. I started, that's where I started working and, uh, try to like emulate that yeah at, at different bars and stuff so uh the business started in 2012 we've been doing comedy trivia picked up a couple a year or two later and we just rolled it all together so it's it's just like uh we're an entertainment business that's all we do and i we do like fundraisers and parties and uh i've started doing weddings gotcha yeah yeah so like what made you like want to be a comedian uh, it's just something that I've always liked as a kid. Like I used to watch, man, you guys are, you guys must be early twenties, right? How old are you guys? Yeah. Yeah. I'm 24. Okay. So uh, there used to be the show called evening at the improv. And it was just, it was similar to like, uh, what do they have, man? There's like um, different, different type of shows, but it's just like a comedy compilation. Right. So it's like little highlights, like two or two to five minute sets from all these different comics. And it was hilarious, dude. I would just watch it as a kid and laugh and, and be like, Oh, this looks, that looks so interesting. Right. So that's yeah. all. That was like, uh, what made me want to do it. And then that this comedy club had a, uh, open mic contest. And so when I yeah. saw that, I was like, I'll go and try that. Yeah. That was, that was one of my questions for you. Like, I mean, I remember, so I, I was a, I'm a musician, so I would go in college to a bunch of open mic nights to go play and they would have right. comedians come up too. And yeah. uh, it was cool seeing the different guys like try out their jokes and everything like that. I mean, what was your experience like doing these open mics? Like, was it was it fun for you? Was it kind of was it like a pain sometimes? Like, I think it's I think it's like always real fun when you start, mm-hmm. and then, uh, but it's sort of like where do, where do you go from there? So like you yeah. know once you start doing open mics and stuff, you, if you're really serious about it, you're looking like longer term. It's like all right, well, how do I make a living from this? you know and that yeah. that leap is is like incredibly difficult dude. like that would that's something i could like advise people on but it's so hard to do um mm-hmm. but the open yeah the open mics are fun it's like a culture so there's definitely like an open mic culture <laughs> where everybody you know you, you kind of like make your friends and you, you get involved in the scene and stuff are you are you guys interested in comedy like is it something that you want to go do I don't know. I, I definitely could be swayed for sure. Because it's not it's not unlike <laughs> music. Like you where like yeah. where'd you play last week? So I played at Bag Square Brewery last week. Excellent. All right, cool. Um and yeah, no, I I mean I definitely lo- in the music thing, like I love the act of just performing. So like sure. yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean comedy could be something like the, that. I mean, as far as like gig work goes, comedy is, is so similar to, to music. As far as yeah. like gig work goes, the way you book events and, and play open mics and get and get better, you know. Yeah, I think they should definitely try comedy. I would, but I'm not funny, so I give all. <laughs> I put it all on Nate. I think. Yeah. Do I guess I actually just... I prefer that attitude over the the overconfident attitude. I'd rather somebody just go, "Yeah, I'm not funny." <laughs> well, <laughs> that... see, this is where like my confidence is definitely not like. I don't know. I, I've I've just been I've been curious about it, like. Um, I don't know. I, I just don't know where the divide of like, Hey, like you got this really, f- I've heard of really funny people who go and try comedy, but they fail at it just because it's like a whole different 
like art form almost like there's writing involved there's a performance aspect to it there's um just sure, a lot yeah. more of it than just like being like an outgoing funny person in like a room you know Be, yeah being casually funny versus being uh funny on stage on command is, is different yeah yeah you have to like uh structure a set of jokes with that's like a common uh misconception though but you seem to understand that i think as a, as a probably as a, as a good player i said guitar player just because i see a guitar oh <laughs> like, yeah yeah, yeah. Might, i assume that's what you play but it could be yeah, anything yeah. uh like that's so you kind of understand you know it's like me wanting to go play the guitar like i'm not just gonna pick up a guitar oh yeah and go and go rock it yeah it's, so it's, it's similar yeah i'm well aware that comedy is like a it's it's its own art form in a way, you know. It's it's uh, like I know for a fact if I were to go like on stage and try it right now with a set of jokes that I thought were funny, like I probably would bomb, you know. Like it would it, if it's something that ha- requires practice, right? Am I right? Yeah, but like, if you, but if you did it right, you would learn, you know, like what went wrong. You know right, what I mean? So yeah, like that's exactly. if you just went and did that because that's how I started. Like your my first time up, people would go to this open mic with with a notebook. And then you're just like, well, here's all the shit I've been thinking of for the last six years, you know, mm-hmm. written in a notebook. And then you like kind of like pick things out and, and then figure out why it doesn't work. And so then you, you do that of... for you do that for seven years. <laughs> yeah. So can you kind of talk about like your development as a comedian? Because how I see it is, say I was to start, I go to an open mic night. I have no idea what's going on. So I just stand up there rattle off like six or seven jokes try to see like what the crowd's feeling but at the same time like it's like ripping a band-aid off that's like really stuck to your skin it's like you're waxing your skin off it it feels like torture because i I just don't know how they're gonna react yeah yeah well the so i mean an open mic crowd is different than an actual like real comedy crowd like there's a big difference between if you go to a, a bar that's running an open mic night that's just free anybody can go up and perform versus if you go to a show where there's a $15 ticket price, right? There's like, it's going to be a different experience. Um, most open mics and I'm just, this is like the, me talking very real is just mostly the comics. You, there's not a, like a, not a lot of, of the general public is like, what, what do you want to do tonight? Let's go <laughs> have a couple beers and watch people be the fucking worst at comedy. <laughs> you know, like it's not, it's not like a destination normally. So you're you're often just in front of your fellow comics uh for the most part so it's like it's a different it's a different vibe altogether but uh you're not wrong yeah you go up and you do whatever if you got seven bits you want to run through and uh i don't i would record them and then i would that's a good point yeah i would just like you you should record everything you do if you're trying to like actively improve you know some people just do it as a hobby which is fine. It's like, a, like they treat it like karaoke where they just like go up and do a couple things they thought of that week. And they have fun. It's like, dude, if you're having fun, that's fine. But yeah. there, it, there's definitely a different process. If you like are actively trying to become a better comic, improve your craft, and then eventually try to monetize it in some way. Like there's, there's, that's, that's a different path for sure. Gotcha. When you, when you went to your first open mic night, did you know, like going into it, like, all right, one day I'm going to want to, like monetize this and actually act on it or was it the actual like did you have your first experience at an open mic night and you were like it, it like that's what sold you you were just yeah, like, yeah i need to do this forever kind of thing it was it was that way for me it was like i knew i wanted to go try it and then once i tried it i was like ah oh, damn i could do this uh mm. 
which is it's like a common reaction that i learned it's not like not always that that it doesn't work like that like you're getting real excited like oh i'm gonna be great at this and then like next week you're the worst and you're like oh i'm not good at this uh but yeah so i did it once and then i was like i think i was like 22 and probably hated my life at that point and uh i was like oh this is fun this is like i could sink my teeth into this and give me like something to focus on and, and work towards because I, I went to I went to MV for like a semester and I was like, oh, this sucks. And I just left. I just stopped going. Yeah. You know, you don't have to go to college. You could just you they say stop. that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like I, I signed up and I paid for a semester, but then I just didn't go. You don't have to go. <laughs> it's, it's, I, it's probably especially like that now that Zoom is a thing, you know, with the, with the whole pandemic thing. But. And it it ended up actually working out like accidentally in my favor because now all my friends are buried in student loan debt, and oh, I man. don't have any. Yeah, I was gonna say that like like now that I um so like I'm a software engineer and I'm doing all the learning that I need just on Google, you know, and I'm just like, well, I'm sitting here with all this debt, like when really I could, <laughs> like I could have just done this all myself, kind of. Right, I'm paying off a 75 inch plasma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn, I just I just aged myself because I don't think plasma's a thing anymore. <laughs> they always uh, say flat screen TV, but it's like they're all flat screen. Yeah, I know. Now, yeah, now uh, there's no. They got to stop saying that. Just it's just a television. <laughs> yeah, they replaced that with 4K. You know, all right. The, all the yeah, HDR did you? See, they're doing eight eight K now. Do you see that one? Oh no! Jesus. Eventually, it's just going to be a syringe that you inject into your <laughs> eye. Like how? Do, what's eight K? I can't even. Like is that is is this 8K? Like is it? Yeah. What, just, I don't know. <laughs> I see it as two 4K TVs, you know, just put together. Slam two together. screens. Yeah. Yeah. Two man. screens for the price of two. Dude, you're a software a engineer. Deal. We could get. We could do 16K. We could put just, four TVs. Yeah. Quadruple the pixels. <laughs> oh my god. Um. So like, as you were going through all your different like, uh. I don't know your different comedy gigs when you were first starting out. Like, what are some some of the ways you refined your skills besides like recording? Like, did you, um, like write your ideas down? Like, what what yeah, was kind so of your process to improving? My process, and this is probably pretty common. So I read a, I read a lot of books when I first started. There's like there's this like this book called the Comedy Bible. There's there's all kinds of introduction to comedy books, and then you could probably find a lot of that online now. But uh, so I just I did like as much research as I could like I wanted to study the craft and figure out like you could dissect a joke and what makes people laugh there's like there's that to it you know there's like psychology to it and stuff so I, I tried to learn as much as I could and then uh, as far as creating comedy uh, I would just keep a pad and a pen with me mm -hmm. and it was just you know stuff usually when you're trying to fall for me when I'm trying to fall asleep at night it's like oh that's hilarious now I have to wake up and uh, so I, you know, random ideas come to you all the time. But so uh, the process would be like, all right, write down the ideas, bring those ideas to uh, an open mic night and then, you know, deliver them the way like you, you would I'd rehearse or I'd like go over my stuff and kind of imagine how I'd say it on stage and then do the open mic and then uh, figure out what was kind of working or what like seemed to have potential. And then uh, I like the real test is trying to get it to an, a real show. Yeah. Which to me, that's like the that's a huge challenge if you're just starting out. It's hard to get proper work because it's kind of a double-edged sword, dude. If you're not good enough, 
then you don't get booked, you know? So yeah. it's like, you, but it's like, how do you get better if you're not getting real shows? So it's, it's really difficult, man. Some people are just naturals and, you know, there's some guys locally that are so funny that I like, I saw him and I'm like, Oh, this guy's just got like the knack for it. Yeah. That's actually one of my questions. I was going to ask, like, like when you see somebody perform, like, is there something that you see that you're just like, this guy's got it. Like now that you have like more of a trained eye. Yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I've seen that. Like, I don't think that's hard to pick out though. I think like part yeah. of having it is that everybody recognizes it. You know what I mean? Like when somebody gets yeah. on stage and they crush it, everybody just in general is like, God damn, that was hilarious. This guy's mm-hmm. fucking funny. Yeah. So when you got it, you just got it. Um, and, and, uh, but that, but I've seen other guys that like were, I didn't think they were funny and then they got better over time. So that's totally possible too. You know, if you're just like dedicated to it, I've seen dudes that like have performed for seven years and they're still terrible. And then I've seen guys who like got into it and within a year they're, they're, they're great. They're doing great because they like put the work in. Yeah. I've got a really good idea now. So you should gather all the local comedians that you think are really funny and who have really progressed. And you guys should write a book called remedial to comedial. <laughs> oh, that's a good title, man. Thank you. I just did, you did you come up with a I title? I just came up with it. And then work your backwards. Cause that's what I, I did. Yeah. <laughs> Cause that's a great title. So I'll give you the rights to it. You can run with it. Get, get everyone in the local area, get Utica, you know, on the map again. Or not off the map because we we're on the map. I don't. Then, boom. Oh man, I don't want to. I don't want to deal with that many people. <laughs> like, I don't. I don't want to write a book. But I love that title. I'll use it for something else. Perfect. Immediately. How about one of your comedy events or something? <laughs> Dude, yeah. I mean, every show. So I do my own posters, and like usually I try to throw a gimmick or some kind of a theme onto a show, or like give it a. Uh, like love to laugh the valentine's nut buster or something like that but <laughs> like you know so yeah comedial to oh, remedial to comedial yeah i could, could work something in there it could just be like a terrible show it's just <laughs> a bunch of like really bad comics that aren't very good that that works it fits yeah it'll fit the theme yeah, yeah. what was the last event that you guys did before the dude uh i like i'm not even probably technically a comedian anymore the last show we did was march 14th it was a saturday uh with headliner karen rontowski who is hilarious she flew in from la it was like a blast and then that was right when covid was coming out yeah was that saint patty's day weekend yes oh yeah yeah so the issue was like oh there might be a pandemic or like there kind like there was (laughs) but it was like ah it might it might be getting bad so we had to make the call where it was like, cause like, you know, if people responsible, people were like pulling the plug on stuff at that point, that was like that weekend. Cause the, that Monday, everything got shut down. Like officially the state was like, yeah, the bars, everything's closed. So it was the Saturday before that. And we're like, I think 80 people in a closet seems safe. Yeah. You know? So we just did it. <laughs> Where'd you guys do that at? Uh, there's a restaurant called, uh, Nicole's of Camden. It's in Camden, New York. It's past Rome from Utica. It's like 45 minutes, almost an hour. And uh, we've been booking shows there for years and they're great. They're just, it's just like, it's the perfect spot for comedy, man. They got a banquet room and then like part of like, so my, what my business does is we come in 
almost like a DJ service and we set up sound and lights and, you know, there's, you know, the seating is, we, we'll sort of help you set up seating and stuff. Um, and then we turn it into a comedy club. So it's just this little restaurant that we turn into a comedy club. Yeah. Yeah. So you say your business is that, is that the comedy central CNY that you're that? Uh... Yeah. So when you say that you're actually, it's, it's comedy CNY. And so it's central New York. So you're saying central, central New York, which is common mistake, dude. Um, So yeah, originally it was, yeah. So we had like, we used to have a logo that said comedy central NY. And then I I updated it. So it's like this now. Oh, look at that. Oh, I guess that's reverse, but yeah. um, No, no, that showed up right. Oh, I'm, I'm seeing it reverse. Okay. Um, so that was, yeah, so that was, I just wanted to, I needed a DBA for like business stuff. So part of this was like, I don't have any business background or really any education or reading comprehension skills whatsoever. So I just start kind of like learned as I, I was going and I was like, oh, you could set up a DBA for $10 or something. It's cheap. And then we, I started doing everything as the business. Yeah. Um, what's, a, what's a DBA? Doing business as. So oh, in other God. words... You like I don't know how often you're gigging or, or how much you're doing with music, but you could set yourself up as you know Nick Entertainment, and you do business as that. So you could write all your stuff off, all your travel. Uh, okay. You could write off you know any music instruments, your clothing, dude. You could say, oh, this is an outfit for the stage. I can help you cheat on your taxes, <laughs> <laughs> like if you really want. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I, so it's like. I, I did a DBA and then eventually we moved into as, as it grew, I got like, now we're an LLC so that I oh, can awesome. go bankrupt safely. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, you should protect yourself by doing an LLC. So I did. Fair enough, man. Uh, so like in my head, like I pictured comedy, uh, comedy central and why, uh, like I pictured that all going down, like at the uptown, uh, just because like the one show that I went to that you guys put on was at the Uptown, so in my brain I've just been like, all right, yeah, yeah, they always do stuff at the Uptown. Um, like, so, how many different locations do you guys do? Are you switching? So every we do time? it. We do it everywhere. Uh, the issue was initially so Fat Cat's Comedy Club in the early two thousands was located. They had a brick and mortar location uh, in in Washington Mills, and it was just it was like just outside of Utica, and so anyway when that when that closed. Me and my buddy that were that was doing comedy at the time, we were looking into opening up our own club because that was also kind of like part of the dream flowing around. Like, oh man, we could we could run our own comedy club, um, but the num- like it didn't really work on paper. It was just like the it's such it's so much overhead to own a location or to like lease a location, and so I kind of developed this this alternative business model, which is like, what if we were just like a DJ service? Because you don't do you don't need a lot for comedy. You need you know some good sound, some lights. Um, and you know, any kind of, you can make any space work for the most part. So I was like, we could just the, you know, we could invest in the equipment, which isn't outrageously expensive. And then we could just bring it to places and and set up and it worked better. It's a much better business model. Yeah, no doubt. Um, what are your, your, oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, well, so to answer your question, I guess was just that we do it anywhere. We have, we have, I have a lot of like regular spots we do shows at, but, uh, that you know we could do it anywhere and again i don't even know what the business looks like after last year dude i don't like comedy is still banned like you can't book ticketed live events 
in New York State legally. That sucks. Yeah, I saw that. Like they do that in Houston and all those. Places. I, I I just I'm curious to see when like all the other states will start following suit. You know. Uh, well, I mean, I have friends who are still working in other states. I don't. It's not banned everywhere. So there's guys that are still working, but for us locally, it's, uh, I, yeah, I don't know when that's going to open up for sure. Probably not. Like, I don't even know if I would do it until capacity is back to a hundred because you're really like the entire, the, the entire profit, mo- like our business model of the show, like relies on ticket sales, you know? Mm-hmm. So you have to, and I usually like I'll book comics generally from like out of state. I try to book, put on like pro shows, and uh, so, you're, you know, there's like travel and, and accommodations and all these other expenses. So it's like if we couldn't if we can't sell 100 percent of the tickets, it doesn't necessarily work. Yeah. So I, I would probably do it again when capacity is back to 100. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, what, are, what, are you your favorite, what are some of your favorite places around here to do comedy at? Uh, so I, I, we did a regular series at Cavallo's in New Hartford. Uh, oh, they were cool. they were one of the first spots that like started with me. So when I was when you're new when you're new, you're doing something new, it's like hard to get in places. So uh, a buddy of mine kind of like got me a foot in the door, and then we started working with Cavallo. So they I've been with them since we started, and uh, they've been great too. They like they help promote, they help advertise, they run like special, uh, they run like food and drink specials during the show. They do all the things to help us be successful. You know. Uh, but they're great and uh we've done shows at the uptown where we've like brought in our own comics at, to the uptown and yeah. uh that was always a great time dude yeah i i i don't i think i said this offline but uh we went to uh your com like the com the comedy uh central and why um i'm just gonna say comedy cny that's that's like that's, twisting me that's up what now. we call it yeah, <laughs> yeah. comedy cny yeah yeah we went you, to that you, well, roast you, yeah, you went to the roast, and just to give credit where it's due, that was a uh, an uptown event. Like, so oh, I didn't. Okay. That wasn't one of our shows. So gotcha. we uh, that was like a show that some of my buddies were doing, and that whole format of a comedy roast was new to me. I knew they 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 were doing it like in the city and stuff. So I went to like check it out and see what how, what it was all about. And I, I uh, judged one. I they I like sat in, which was fun because you get to be part of the show when you're a judge. But that was just I want to give them credit for putting that on because that was a cool event man that was a lot of fun absolutely yeah no it was it was it was awesome um like i'm fired up for you know whatever comedy cny event comes up next just knowing that there's like local talent like that in the area i mean that was that was a blast like that was a ton of fun well we have uh so we were doing we we do i do trivia nights once a week i'm at um killer brew on tuesdays from seven to nine and that I treat it like a comedy show. I mean, it's a trivia night, so it's in you know interactive. You're playing trivia, but as a host, I try to put it. That's like the only place I can get my fix anymore. You know, it's yeah. like run, hosting a trivia night. So I try to <clears throat> do a lot of like do comedy during the the, the event. Um, and then we have a virtual fundraiser coming up. Uh, it's going to be next Friday. Well, I don't know when this will air, but it's going to be Friday, February the twelfth, and okay. it's to benefit the uh, CNY Diaper Bank which is they're based in Syracuse and they, uh, they provide diapers to babies. <laughs> nice. Babies so if need you, diapers. So if you're perfect. a baby <laughs> and you need diapers. Uh, so it's fun, man. And we, we, uh, I work with another comedian. His name's Josh fish. He's got a studio called fish guy media that he brought. So it's just, he's got like this cool home studio. He does 
game streaming. I'm just saying this to give this guy credit because he does he, yeah. he broadcasts a lot of our stuff. Like the multimedia aspect of the business is entirely uh, fish guy. And he does a great job with that. So we're going to be streaming. It's just, it's free to play. Anybody can can load up this. It's going to be streaming on Facebook. Oh, cool. It's a trivia night. It's a trivia night that you just play from home. Yeah. So it's like, and there's, there's an, we have an interactive scoreboard, which is set up uh, with like just a Google Sheets that we have that you can, anybody can log into and uh, you just play along at home and we're going to be drinking whiskey and the probably, and, and yeah, reading questions and shit. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. That sounds like our kind of thing, Nate. Yeah, I know, man. It's been a while since we hit a trivia night. We actually did, uh, like, did you used to do trivia nights at um, at the, at the Sicken Burger when it like was open last summer? Like, did you do events? There? I did. We did. We did special events at Sicken Burger. So we did. We did like a uh, Parks and Recreation night. We did uh, the Office trivia night. That's that's the we one. That one. Akash and I were there for that. Oh, wicked. Okay, yeah. I was dressed up. Who did I dress up as for that? The Office. Like we did, we did like themed nights, man. Yeah, I was I was Doctor Jeremy Jam at the parks night. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. Oh, I think I might have just been like uh, Prison Mike or something. Yeah, for the office night. Absolutely, man. We recruited pretty hard for that. We got a couple of friends that watched it multiple times, and one of them with a pretty photographic memory. We almost came in first. Man. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I want to do that again. <laughs> it's such a it's a it's a such a hit show that it's like the fan base is so wide that. When you do like an office trivia night, it, it, it's it's a big hit. So I would do that again. Yeah. The yeah. issue, the, really, the issue with COVID has just been where every bar we're at, which is virtually like we got, we were we were at several. We had like twelve bars at one point, and now we have two. But uh, the the capacity issue. So it's just like yeah. you can't pack out bars like you used to, which then makes it not. Uh, profitable or feasible for the bar to hire trivia you know what i mean like to you, you wouldn't hire entertainment if you could put 12 people in the in the dining room you know right or or you know at the bar so for sure what like so uh, we actually had uh on our podcast our, our friend mike be a trivia host for us and it was just like this little like i don't know we we told him to like make some funny like questions for us and stuff but like even a key category that we had in that trivia little game that we did was geography. So why in every trivia night does geography always pop up? Uh, well, cause I mean, it's the planet. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's, you know, States and stuff. It's a pretty big category. It but is. I, I, oh, yeah, I, I suck at geography. That's dude, I suck I at trivia. Like, I don't, I'll be honest with you, dude. If you guys, threw up a graphic right now with the with the united states on it i couldn't tell you where which all the states are like yeah, i i couldn't either i could probably do new york i know what that looks like and then i'm lost dude i don't know yeah. <laughs> earlier <laughs> on like earlier in the year we did an episode like i don't know something came up we were talking about the states and i said there was 52 states out of 50 thinking, i mean there's 50 states thinking of cards but there is 52. Yeah. Yeah. You're thinking uh, it. That's easy. Dude, I mix them up all the time. Either mine's well be 52. And a deck of cards. Same thing. I, <laughs> I am an idiot. Like, I, hosting trivia is entirely different than people think I know shit. I don't know shit, dude. Yeah. I was going to say, are, are you like a trivia guru or nothing? Like... No, no, no. I like, if I'm running the game, I, I'll see the answers and I can act like I knew it. But no, I don't know anything. Yeah. Yeah. Do you sit like, 
do people are people that are really good at trivia do you think they practice like what what's the deal uh there's some standout teams and i don't think people are practicing trivia i think if you enjoy it you probably play it a lot so you're practicing in that regard where it's just like if you play a lot of trivia you're hearing this stuff but um dude some people just like retain information differently than other people there's just stuff that like i would like i should know like i'll hear something that like oh man i know that but then like at some point i smoked weed and forgot it and it's gone <laughs> forever like and some yeah. people don't have that like they'll they can retain things uh so they it, yeah everybody's different man but there's some teams that are like there's one this one dude joe Man, I haven't seen him in a while. I hope he's all right. But Joe is so <laughs> fucking good at trivia that he would like show up halfway through the game, hop in, and just crush everybody. Uh, some people just know their shit. Yeah, that's why. Or cheats. I guess I never considered that. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> guys might be cheating. Yeah, yeah. You can literally look we, up anything on a phone. We definitely got screwed on that office trivia. We definitely got screwed. Yeah, yeah. So there was one, I think the question was, if I remember correctly, is like name all 13 of Angela's cats. There was a handout. Yeah, that was a bonus handout. And I don't. So I think as a team, we had like six or seven people or whatever the limit was. We had like eight or nine of them. And we're like, you know what? That's got to be more than everyone. And then everyone had like almost a perfect score. I'm like, there's no way you guys all knew all 13 of those cats. There's no way. <laughs> oh, so you're just you're mad that people did better than you i'm just a little salty I mean, all right because yeah. i didn't i'm like did you guys invite me on here just to file a complaint about this game <laughs> which is would be fine <laughs> like Open i don't form. i run i run the game probably with the same efficiency and uh and like <laughs> with the checks and balances of, of just a <laughs> drunken like rainbow dude if rainbow ran the game <laughs> that would that's that's the care i put into it like i have the so my buddy will creates a lot of the content and then it's like, I'll have it. I've, I've completely miscalculated scores. I've announced the wrong winners before and shit. And somebody's <laughs> like, actually that, that's the wrong score. And I'm just, just come up here and take the prize. You think you should have won. <laughs> like, I don't like our, so our game is different in the sense that I, it's more comedy and, and it's, it's still a trivia night, but it's more comedy. So it's like, yeah. you can go to another trivia night and somebody can read questions and read answers, but that's like, to me, that's boring. So I'm like, what, that's what sets us apart. It's like, we are also having fun. Yeah. Absolutely. I think, I think that's actually better doing it that way. You should throw like something where it's like uh, that game where you just like throw a, a ball and someone tries to catch it like jackpot and then throw a question out there. And if they answer it, right, like actually you lost 10 points and then bring <laughs> it back, you know, like even the score. We get everyone to, involved we used to do that and uh the ball knocked over like six drinks <laughs> and caused hundreds of dollars in losses uh so we don't do that anymore <laughs> that's awesome yeah but i mean that's i mean that's like a a cool way to do it especially since like if you're, there's a team in last place and they know that they know they're in last place like there's another means of enjoyment you know going right to, right going yeah the people they're, they're not necessarily playing to win which is a big, which is a big key factor in, in our night is that if you go to like a serious trivia night, there's going to be teams that are way better. Like our night yeah. is for people like me. They, you don't know shit, but like you kind of maybe could remember something about Knight Rider, you know, like <laughs> yeah. it's, it, but while you're doing it, you're just hanging out with your friends, having fun. So 
you don't, it's not about winning the game. It's just about hanging out and, and having a good time. For sure. So uh, for our buddy, Mike, who was our trivia host on this show, yeah. do you have any advice on, on hosting a kick-ass trivia night? Uh, does he, <laughs> you want to <laughs> develop a drinking problem. That'll that's number one. Okay. Uh, yes. Yeah, so on right that time. We're on, yeah, we're on our way there <laughs> with with Mike. Yeah. You've got time. You've got plenty of time. <laughs> uh, I yeah. I mean, my advice is because so we have, I have other hosts. I started like as we expanded, I started hiring other like local comedians to come in and start hosting other nights that I couldn't, you know, because I can't host eleven nights. Yeah. But uh, just have fun, I guess. Have fun, and then also like. Don't let people bust your balls because that's the other thing is like, I don't take it that seriously. So, you know, if somebody wants to like argue and answer, I'm, I just don't do that. <laughs> so what if he's hosting and it's just me and Nate that are the contestants and then we just continually roast him for being bad at trivia hosting? How does he, he, how should, does he deal he should, with that? He, what he should do is he should stop doing it. <laughs> should, <laughs> I would just quit. I would say, hey, guys, I'm not going to host your, you know, your roast <laughs> session anymore. Sorry. All right, let's cut that out, Nate. So then he continues to yeah, host yeah, our we, session. We won't tell him about that part. Okay. Um, Where's he now? How come he's not on this episode? Oh, next door. Yeah, he's he actually lives with me. The, uh, so he's around here somewhere. Uh, do you want me to? You, you want me to try and pull him in here? No, I don't care that much. <laughs> okay. Uh, what? <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> like, so where are you guys? Do you own a? Are you renting a home? Like, where do twenty-five-year-olds live now? Yeah, yeah. So our. Um, <laughs> So our roommate's dad actually his his parents gave right. him this house in Utica. You're saying his dad's parents? His, dad's his grandparents? Parents, his grandparents uh, gave gave his, gave his dad, dad um this um duplex. Okay. And he pretty much told us like, you know, you guys are looking for a place to live. All three of you guys can uh hop in and sub. Dude, that's such a good deal. Oh, it's oh, it's because awesome. it's. I assume it's affordable, right? It's, it's very probably, affordable. Yeah, yeah, it's probably an affordable deal. That and then he gets the houses, the mortgages paid. That's a, even the dad's smart there. That's a good plan, dude. Yeah, Is it just the three of you guys? Just the three. Yeah, just the three of us. Um, we're trying to recruit more people from the other side of the duplex. Uh, Actually, is he? I would. Uh, I would like to see this guy because I have now. I'm like, now I'm thinking about like, man, if I was 25 with two other dudes. Yeah, yeah. I'll, uh, like, cause I I'm, can... th I'm gonna guess that you're the. Are you the best looking guy there? Uh, I would like to think so. Um, cause I'm. Yeah, when... yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, like I. The only reason I want to see Mike is to see if if he's better looking than you. That's all. Yo, okay. bring in Mike. Yeah, I'll, I I'll, I'll get him. <laughs> okay. Damn, I keep I I keep like wanting to say, a cash, but that's that's fine. That, People do call me. It, it uh, sounds like a rapper, Akash. dude. It yeah. sounds like a, a rapper name. Yeah, when my rap game like goes viral which yeah. it never will but when it does uh that'll be have, my name have you tried mumbling i mumble all the time yeah that's big it, mumbler if someone's trying to talk to me and actually I dude no i'm idea. looking at you man you maybe what if you're the most handsome guy in the house well, the don't thing, tell Nate so, that dude you got the hood and the beard you look like uh you look like one of the characters from assassin's creed i appreciate that yeah you know? dude you look like Ezio or something you you could be very <laughs> handsome what did, what you. threw me off was you, it just you look like homeless right now. I know, and that's Alrighty, just right that's just kind of me, you know, like the scruff, right. put the hood on. I actually don't live with them. Oh no, I thought it was the three. So is it just the two of them? It's those two, and then uh, our buddy Jimmy, whose dad whose dad owns the place. Okay, 
How you doing? <laughs> oh, Mike's got a Mike's handsome too. Oh <laughs> yeah, he's so nice. Yeah. Look at this. You guys probably do what? How? Man, I have so many questions. <laughs> this is cool. I just look. I have two dogs. That's who, and they're fucking annoying. Well, you can talk to Mike. Ask him anything you want. Oh, Mike, don't let these guys fucking <laughs> stand up for yourself, Mike. I I couldn't really hear. So I, if you guys are talking bad about me, that's okay. We always yeah. do. There, yeah, you're like the you're like the guy they should have. Dude, Mike, no, Mike. I thought he was gonna be more. I thought he was gonna be fatter. I thought he was gonna look like me. Hey, I, he's, you know, he's a good looking dude. I put on like you know 15, 20 pounds during this coronavirus, well, we all, so you know yeah, I appreciate all, the. Uh, you thought I was gonna be fatter than I am. Yeah, you know? I thought you were gonna be a slob. <laughs> the way these guys were talking about you, I thought you were gonna come in here hobbling like Quasimodo or something. Oh yeah, well I'm getting you play there. Play the guitar you know? too. What's your what do you do? What, do, what do you play? I don't play any instruments. No, I'm just. Attaboy. <laughs> yeah, I tried guitar. My fingers hurt too much and it sounded terrible, so I quit. All right. Well, at least you know when you quit. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was easy decision. Yeah. All right. It's close, man. It's a, it, between him and uh, Nick. No, Nate. Jesus. How long is this show? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what am I doing? We have no idea. Well, you got anything to say? Just going to stand no, there? No, yeah, I don't know. Nate just, I was this playing was Call of Duty. They pulled me up. You, we brought you into, I was going to assess. I was wondering, I'm wondering, like, who's who gets laid the most in the house? That's really where I, where I was headed with that. Like, like, if you're 20, I'm thinking, like, if I was 25 and I had two roommates, that's got to be a nightmare trying to navigate women. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's, it's not a nightmare right now. It does. Jimmy has a girlfriend, so I guess he wins, right? And then, uh, well, that's what you think, but oh, I guess maybe miserable. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Jimmy. I'm sure he's yeah, he's I'm at sure work. I, we could have got the third third guy on here. We could have showed you all the roommates. He's the fat one. Is he? <laughs> well, that's it, dude. Because he's got a girl. You don't have to. I I've been with my fiance for ten years. You don't. You stop trying. You don't have to. That's why you date. You just you don't want to. <laughs> I don't have to try anymore. No, Jim, Jimmy's uh, like six this, inches taller than me. This is a milkshake. Like I just, I'm way, drinking so. milkshakes in here. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, not if yeah. you're my wife. <laughs> All right, can you put Nate back on? Yeah, well, yeah. you're really killing the vibe. Hey, I'm sorry. I, I was playing Call of Duty. Nate pulled me in. I don't know what, what you guys are talking about. All right, thanks, Watch. Now I, I see why you pick on that guy. Yeah. No, he tries, you know, he, he means well, but you know, sometimes some people just don't have it. You need that. <laughs> you need that friend. Everybody needs my, my friend is, uh, is Phil Canarelli. That's our guy. Uh, what'd you think of Mike, Phil? Oh, he's the worst dude. <laughs> yeah, he is the worst. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> he said, I, I regret asking you to bring him in. <laughs> <laughs> perfect <laughs> i would like i would almost if i live there i would consider moving out yeah fair just enough. so i don't have to see him in here yeah <laughs> um man so what do you what do you, what do you think you guys want to circle back to the comedy talk you want to keep going with trivia what uh if you got any questions for feeling? us yeah so where do you i have some they're like real basic questions yeah because i like that you're creating content right because that's like Hard to do. I, I when I was in when I was younger, I had like so much passion for making stuff 
And then I had, then I started getting bills. Like you guys, you're in a perfect spot, dude. If you have a, the house with multiple roommates, your, your expenses are probably relatively low. You should work your ass off right now. I don't have to tell you this, you know it, but like make all your content and keep creating and doing music stuff. Do you, what do you do for music? Like, do you have, do you have a TikTok? <laughs> I do not have a TikTok. Dude, you should um, have a TikTok. Yeah, go get on the TikTok. I sh- I should. I, well, I should do something very like more frequently for sure. Um, I think the like over this year the the best thing that I've really done with music was like participate in the Stanley uh, music contest that I actually did to try and hopefully like uh, raise some money to like give to a charity and talk about it on homework hour and then like like have it like it be a big podcast thing but uh they had a songwriting contest and i i wrote a song for that and that was the coolest thing i've done with music in my opinion for like that is as long cool, as man. i've done it i and like a ori- i like original music i like that you're writing yeah you know i don't really do it very often because it's it's difficult for me i'm, I'm a pretty hard critique over what i play and um like i'm not a guy that like learns I don't know, fan favorites, you know, it's probably everyone else's biggest critique of me playing, you know, but like, I'm very picky, you know, so especially when it comes to writing my own stuff, I'm like, I don't, this is like, I, I can't get behind, if I can't get behind it, then I'm not going to play it. But the thing I did wrote, I write, I, I really feel like I can get behind it and it was really cool, but I need to do these more often. I think that's where. You, know, you the should TikToks do and more drugs, going. dude. I feel like that would help. <laughs> like, I, like a good songwriter does yeah. a lot of drugs. Absolutely. But, like, so dude, I'm, this is, I'm, this is like, I'm trying to be serious. I think you should get on TikTok. Yeah. Here, I never like, I didn't consider it. So I have a friend, she's a comedian out in uh, Albany. She's from Albany killing it right now. Absolutely. Super successful. Like she was, she was a great standup and she did theater and stuff. And then she transitioned and she's like your age. Dude. She's like 25. She's super hot too, which I'm sure helps, but I don't think that's, but that's like less of the, that's less of the, the draw or maybe like that's the draw, but then there's all this talent also yeah. there. But, uh, so she, she transitioned onto TikTok when comedy ended and dude, she's like, she's got like a million, she's, she's getting like a million views on, on, on the content she's putting out and they're just comedy shorts. It'll be like a 30 second, just a 30 second little comedy back and forth with herself, you know, doing two characters. And it, it seems like it's relatively simple to put together. So I got on there to kind of like follow some friends and see how it works. And I'm watching all these musicians, dude. You just scroll through and I'm watching musicians doing, they do like duets and, and they're putting out different content. And it seems like a really effective way to, you know, put out your original and then link people where to they can stream it or something. Like, it's just an idea. I don't Absolutely. care. No, I, I mean, it's a great idea, it. especially TikTok, like, I've read like articles about this of how addictive it is. Like people just it's, it's crack, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um it's, so it makes sense that people are just hooked on But I mean like the numbers you'll get. So like I'm still our business pages are on Facebook and I'm just an old I'm old I'm getting old, so it's like that's where my head's at. I'm stuck in that area. Um but like you'll I'll post something, it'll get like thirty views, but you could put the same content on TikTok and get like seven thousand. It's just because yeah. of, you know, the way it works. Uh, and, and I think that that's all. I think it'd be a good move for you. No doubt. Yeah. The TikTok and then I think Instagram is a huge thing, too. Um, that's like well, we've right. Been, yeah, same. We've been like 
hammering Instagram. Every time we have an episode, we. That's um, how I get people to my OnlyFans. OnlyFans is through, yeah. <laughs> through Instagram. I link them. Yeah, yeah. That. Do you want to drop? You want to like uh, drop your OnlyFans uh, URL here or what? I'd rather not. <laughs> no, I'd rather not. Get some new, uh, get some new subscribers. <laughs> For There's sure. nothing good on there. No, yeah, that's it's uh, all it's all peanut butter themed. <laughs> <laughs> um, chunky, chunky peanut butter for sure. Uh, so, d- do you have any more questions for us, or what, what do you think? Yeah, right? I, no, no, I'm, I'm more like uh, I'm, I admire you guys. I'm glad you're making content, and yeah. uh, I'm glad you I'm glad you got through this last year, dude. This was been it's been the hardest year, where like even when when we recover from this, so my entire existence is live entertainment and live events. So like even when we recover, there's going to be venues that have closed. Like bars are not going to come back from this. So just yeah. like where we can go locally is going to be smaller. Um, and I dig, I dig the emphasis on local. Like I'm into that, you know, Yeah, uh, I, I grew up here. Did you guys all both grow up here? Yeah, yeah. we did. Um, Akash and I went to high school together at Whitesboro. Well, right. Then, so that's how you college. know Andre, college, right? From yeah. there. Yep. Where'd exactly. you go to college? Did you do like SUNY or something? You want to say Kosh? Oh yeah. We went to RIT in Rochester. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah, I I'm saying that like I know what it is, but I I know I know what Rochester is. Yeah, they got a great scene. There's a great <laughs> comedy scene there. Yeah, I can imagine R- Rochester's. I mean, the size of that place, like the amount of like ground it takes over, is pretty pretty amazing. I mean, like Syracuse is pretty like compact. It's you like know? little little Rochester, yeah. Yeah, and then Rochester, like everywhere that you think you might want to go, is like ten minutes away. Sure, yeah. You know, in any direction, so it, it's pretty big. Um, well, yeah. that creates uh, a good point as to the one of the problems with doing comedy locally is like there's not you're not near a comedy hub. You know what I mean? So unless you're in like New York City or L.A. or like Chicago, like a big city, there's not like to get anywhere. Like so, in other words, like, if you were going to monetize a comedy career locally, you'd have to you'd be traveling like nonstop. You would just yeah. always the nearest club. Like you could do. Syracuse, Buffalo, Rochester, Albany, that like from Utica, that's kind of like the circuit or like the area for comedy. And there's just not, um, I mean, I guess you can make a living potentially, but so like, that's, that's the other issue. So it's like, if you really want to pursue it at some point, you probably have to move into, you know, a more, uh, like dense, uh, scene. Yeah, for sure. And I know for a fact, like in Rochester, I know this is probably wouldn't be like, as big if you weren't wanted to make money, but like uh, in Rochester, there was something so cool like I never experienced before when it came to, when it came to music. Like I went there and I was expecting the scene to be mostly just going to bars and listening to music, but there was actually like this underground like basement scene that my my friends actually introduced me to. We would just go to different houses and in oh, the basement yeah, yeah. there'd be people playing. So um, in Utica, man, one of my buddies used to run one of those in Utica. He used to have these little, he'd have a keg down there and it was like a metal night. Yeah. And you just, you there was, I think they, maybe it was free, but you kind of like donate what you can. Yeah, exactly. And then you just leave when you get stabbed. It was fun. <laughs> it was fun, dude. It was blessed. Oh my God. There was actually a very like, so we actually performed. So I like, I played in a, like a little bluegrass group and we, went to a house 
that, uh, oh man, we walked in, like the, 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 it was two blocks away from this big, like police, like almost blockade <laughs> station. No, it wasn't a station. It Would was you like call it a station. This... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like, I wish it was a station. No, the, 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 like there was like this huge, like, like a bunch of police cars, like dispatched into this one area because of some crime that happened. It's, and then we're yeah, two Ratchet, blocks away. Right. And then we're like, we were carrying all our stuff in this house that like had some questionable people inside of it. And we're like, are, sure. are we sure we want to do this? We go in the basement. It's just this tiny little like corner of cement that we're playing in. And sure enough, you flip a switch, all these lights were like jerry rigged together. And it was, it turned into something crazy. Like it was just like, welcome to the fire hazard. <laughs> oh no, it was so bad. Um, but like, does that do, does anyone do that around here? Like for comedy or is that, uh, like, uh... I don't know about, well, I mean like, no, so no, nobody's doing that right now. But yeah. Uh, right now. Yeah. No, probably not. But... And I've like, I've explored, like, here's the thing. So you made a great, well, you, you made a statement about like, it's something that like you wouldn't make money doing. I would just like say, fucking forget money, dude. Like it's not, if you're going to pursue any kind of art or like, crap anything you're passionate about it's like forget money you know at some point i like i at some point i just needed money to exist so i guess like you can't completely forget about money but like don't make money from that thing it's never gonna pay enough like just enjoy it you know i can't tell you how many projects i like bailed on because i couldn't figure out how to monetize it right like i start thinking about like oh i'm gonna create something like what like a, a, a youtube channel or something and then like if i can't figure out a way to eventually monetize it or to make it work it's like dude if just if it seems fun just go do it that's yeah. uh <laughs> did any know, like new projects like that like come from being in quarantine and being away from the whole comedy oh, scene oh my god no this last year was like depression Oh, you ever sucks, have that? Man. That's fun, dude. Yeah. We had so when we first closed, we started. I moved the trivia night to a virtual trivia, so that's when I was working with my buddy over at Fish Guy. We ran that for a few months, uh, and that was fun. We would get together, pretty much like you guys do with your with your podcast. We'd get together once a week. We'd throw up the live stream broadcast, run the game, and um, we did that for pretty much until it tapered off and died. You know, we had a few weeks where like nobody showed up to play, and we're like, all right, well, I guess like. And that was when the bars reopened like mm-hmm. late August or something. I was like, all right, well, people are just going out now. So they don't need, you know, a trivia, like a virtual uh, outlet. Uh, so we, I did that for a while. Um, me and my buddy made a, not during quarantine, but previously we made a web series. So there's, there's a web series on YouTube called Comedians and Coffee. You can watch it. It's yeah. me and my buddy, Will Phillips. Uh, and that was, that failed miserably. Like we, we created it and we rolled everything out. We marketed it. We did like everything that we thought we should do. And they just got like 200 views or something like, just like, didn't yeah. like, like my mom watched it, I think 200 times. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know what happened, but it didn't work. So I, that's, I don't know, man. That's like my biggest thing. If you guys, if you're into music and if you're into the pocket, just like keep consistently doing it. Absolutely. Yeah, no, this has been like our quarantine, like uh, can't do anything that we used to. So Right, right, yeah. I, I, I can't remember when it happened, but at some point, I like ran out of shit to do. Like all the trivia nights closed, uh, my gym closed, and that was just a way to get out of the house. So like the gym is more like less about, I guess it's about taking care of yourself, but it was just like something to 
So I had to wake up before noon. <laughs> it was like, yeah. And then that closed and I was like, I don't even got to wake up before noon. I got 140 hours into Assassin's Creed Valhalla right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that's, that's what I did. I don't know. Uh, so I don't know what my point is. You guys are doing a great job. No, absolutely. No, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Um, yeah, man. I mean, we're super excited to like have everything open up again so that like things like, you know, comedy scene and why I can start rolling through again, man. Like, so the, so the restrictions have lifted a little bit. So it was most recently there was, you could only have four people seated. Uh, and this is like locally New York state. Um, and then, so that just got reduce or it got like expanded now you could have 10 people in a party so my trivia tuesday was packed because it was you know before you could only come out with three friends now you can come out with nine Mm -hmm. so the bar was like was packed and we had a a great time uh so it's getting there for sure yeah the uh it's funny that the night i performed at bag square last week um there was a trivia night there as well and people packed that place like they were not expecting that many oh dope yeah. people to come through so i mean people are dying to get out i i feel like like trivia night sure sign me up well you that's know? my right so that's my hope for for all of us is like once things reopen and it's it feels safe like really it's about like when does it feel comfortable to go do this uh and that and like when we're back to full capacity people are going to be dying to come out and it's like start living again you know like just to remember what it's like. So I think that'll maybe see a surge right back to, to where we were, you know, I mean, it might take a while to get back exactly, but as far as like booking more trivia nights and booking more comedy and events yeah. and stuff. Yeah. That, you know it, what? They're 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 It might be well beyond like, like once everything opens up, it might be well beyond like where it used to be. Like people might be like fired up to get out. Well, and, see, I'd like to think that, but then I also and, think that there's, I mean, and, and, I just think there's an economic impact too, where it's like, oh okay. man, I'd love to go out, you know, four nights a week, but I don't have the same income that I have. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's because like I'm like, I, I'm I'm like collecting like a, a, a little bit of unemployment for the nights I'm not working, which are which are six nights a week, <laughs> you know. So it's like mm. I am just kind of budgeting carefully and trying to like make this money last to weather this shutdown. Also, I'm just mooching off my wife; she makes money, so. Mm. Uh, but eventually it's like when things do open, I would love to go out, man. I think we're going to go out tomorrow. It's, I have a friend's birthday and they're like, oh, we're doing a thing. And now we can have 10 people. And it's like, dude, that would, it sounds like maybe it's going to be dangerous, but uh, you know, oh, well. Yeah. Have you guys got COVID yet? I had it. Did you have it? No, I don't. Damn, I didn't get it. Just go get it and get it out of the way. <laughs> Just go get it. <laughs> Dude, Honestly, like... I've had that like mentality, like going places, you know, because I come back here. It's not like I'm coming back to my parents. Uh, at home you know so we've been kind of we've had a couple close calls and like and it's just like every time it's like eh, whatever you know um i'm well, trying like? there's a, there's, a, there's a balance oh the uh, it was just like a, a flu i was tired it wasn't terrible but mm-hmm. that's not i don't want to say that to downplay it at all man we've we've lost friends we've had uh my father-in-law died from it early and then uh like i have like a couple friends have killed themselves like this year Jesus. has been a mess so i'm not i'm not saying that's covid but it's like definitely impacted that you know what i mean no doubt like i don't think this guy would have killed himself if he wasn't isolated you know what i mean so uh and then i'm not saying that to bum anybody out but like there's yeah this is real. so i'm not downplaying yeah, it but i think there's i think there's a balance between like all right let's be careful and also let's like try to live as as you know as much as possible 
Cause I have, I also have friends who are like overcompensating and they just like, yeah, I'm never doing anything. <laughs> like they're just locked in a home somewhere in Boonville and they're never going out. And it's like, I mean, that's one, that's one option, you know, but, yeah. uh, so you just got to like find what works for you without being a dickhead. That's yeah. My, that's my advice. <laughs> um, so here I'm going to take, so I'm going to take it back to, uh, your comedy experience. Cause I, there's a couple questions that I, yeah, sure, man. I wish I'd, uh, you know, shot at you. Um, so out of all like your comedy experience with, with comedy CNY and just beyond, like, what are some of your favorites? Do you have like some great stories of, uh, uh, just like this unbelievable thing happened that night? Like what, what comes I to do, mind? I do have some wacky stories. Uh, I like some of my favorite times was I got to perform, uh, at the Stanley. So there was this, this oh, tour so came cool. into town called the Italian bad boys of comedy, which is, kind of a goofy theme it's a themed like italian <laughs> yeah. show but i like i was involved with some of the promotion and and as a sponsor and stuff and i got to open for these guys so that was just a treat dude that was like ah oh, what a dream you know mm-hmm. to go in and like do a set at the at the stanley um and then my one of my friends uh just was a he finished third place on america's got talent last year my buddy ryan oh, wow. Miller, and uh, i don't know if you've it's seen the show uh, but he's got like red curly hair and you might recognize him cause he has no hands. So he has, he just has a disability in his arms. But, uh, so this is a guy we've been touring with him for like six years and he was always so he, this guy, he's like one of them guys who he's got the thing, you yeah. know, he, you're just like, Oh man, this guy's fucking got the thing. <laughs> it's just like, when is he going to, when's it going to happen? And it happened for him this past year on America's got talent. Uh, so that was just cool to see him do that. And then he, just being a great dude came back to Cavallo's for us and we sold out like I think we booked multiple shows we did four shows we did like an early late show Friday early late show Saturday sold them all out uh as expected because he's like a national name now uh so that was that was a thrilling like experience all the way around just to like see one of your buddies winning you know what I mean yeah just have him come back like he's your buddy and now he's a superstar you're like yeah dude this is so cool yeah um and then other than that, like I want every story uh, just involves tits or drugs or something like yeah, it's probably not say. it's not <laughs> anything that it's not anything that you want to strive for. Yeah, yeah. So I can like, tell you like what not to do. <laughs> what, what not to do. It's all in the book. Right, right. Yeah. You, you want to know more? You got to buy the book. Yeah, have to buy it. <laughs> Several payments of 1999. We went. So we did a show. This is sorry. We I there was a there's a hotel in Alexandra Bay, which is a couple hours away. Beautiful place, man. It's like a summer spot, and they book. Uh, well, so I book shows there, and I we got me and my buddy got put on the show. It wasn't it wasn't mine. It was like they were booking the show, so we got put on, and uh, we drive out. We got a room there, and we do the show. It's just it's just a regular show, but. <laughs> They put us on the, these posters, right? You make a poster to promote the show and our face on there. And we're nobodies, dude. We're just like, we're two local comics at that point. And uh, this this wedding gets out that was in the same like building, the same hotel banquet room. And the, the people from the wedding saw us on the poster and just assumed that we were like superstars. So they, yeah, in their yeah. head, they're like, oh, they <laughs> had a big show. These are the guys from the poster from the show. And they're like, you want to come out and drink with us? And keep in mind, me and my buddy, we have like $20 between us, like mm-hmm. after gas money. And we have, we're sharing a hotel room and we're just like, 
yeah dude we'll come out and drink with you like <laughs> this guy's like we're bu- we're buying right like and we just went and like just rode that bullshit train the whole night dude <laughs> just like you know where would i have seen awesome, you guys though. like yeah nowhere you would have seen us nowhere that's where you guys uh, probably looked at each other though all the whole night like i whatever <laughs> let's do it it was yeah you, it was like a night where you get to pretend that you made it <laughs> like it's like this is probably what it feels like to be a, a famous comedian and then people know you yeah so and but they were shit-faced so it was like we're just the next day they're like you remember those comedians we hung out with no dude we don't remember. <laughs> wait we all got with comedians what happened but we that we got we like got pretty slob kebab that night man and my buddy fell asleep on the on the toilet like he went to take a shit and just fell asleep taking a shit <laughs> and then i woke up and i'm like oh he's gone where is he and i went to take a piss he's just asleep up oh upright like sleeping upright it's how dude well that way if you like wake up and you gotta go at least you're right there you know right yeah you don't yeah you can't you, know, <laughs> you can't shit the bed that Good way logic mate. yeah that's <laughs> See, spoken that... like a guy who's falling asleep on a few toilets yeah <laughs> um but yeah no so like the reason I asked that was like, um, I listen to a lot of Tom Segura's podcasts, like that he does with his wife, like that's sure. called Your Mom's House, and uh, like a couple times they they've gotten to talking. He was interviewing, I think, uh, who was it? What's his name? I don't know, famous guitar player. But uh, he they were interviewing just like what the club scene is like, like what what it's like being out there. You just see so much more of uh the real humans like element kind of thing you're seeing just all sorts of stuff that you would nor- not normally see if you didn't play or perform at a nightclub or sure yeah yeah <laughs> you know just a whole bunch of oddball things and there's uh man i can't remember exactly what comedian said this actually it might have been i think it might have been a scene on on louis on on his show on fx but like any after a, a performance there's there's a small window where you're famous. Like if you were the guy, this is assuming that it went well. Mm-hmm. Let's like if you went up and bombed, you'd just get in your car and drive home while you're crying. But if you if you went up and the show was fun, everybody had a great time, you get done with the show, there's a little window where people want to hang out and buy you drinks and take some pictures and uh you know whatever. And uh, and that's a fun window. It's like 30 minutes tops, maybe not even, maybe like 15, like but before people start leaving the venue. Uh, so you got to That's a that's an area of time you could capitalize on. And that's where some wacky shit happens. <laughs> that's yeah, where like if you're ever going to get laid, you're, it's in that there's like a 15 minute window <laughs> where you could not. possibly get laid. Yeah. You got a plan for after the show too. Like, all right, I got to make, like, I got moves to make. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. there's been times where, like, you you potentially, like, you're getting laid and then you're like, oh, I got to run and pee quick. And then you come back <laughs> and it's over. It's done. Yeah. They're you all missed gone. the window. You're like, you walked <laughs> away for four, four seconds and it's gone. But also, that's, I don't want that to be like the takeaway from this, dude. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Like, there is, like, at this level, it's comedies for fun and open mics and, you know, working on the credits, this stuff is so random and rare, you know, yeah. it's mostly anytime I've ever run into a situation that was like fun like that or, or crazy, it was always riding somebody else's coattails. I would be like the, the host for like a much more, a much more established comic. And, but I'm like, I get along with a lot of people. So 
there's a, like there's camaraderie and stuff so yeah they're just absolutely. like you know hey i'm gonna go i'm gonna go smoke a blunt with these four strangers in a car do you want to come sure yeah i guess <laughs> i guess i could do that i got you sure I don't you wanna, can squeeze me in Perfect. it's like do you, do you want to do that or do you want to drive four hours home all right i guess i'll do that <laughs> Drive I home. Hate, I don't like driving. Or sit in a Honda Fit with four others. Right. I I like the Fit. <laughs> yeah, I I don't like driving, which is such a shitty quality to, for a comic to have. That's why I like tried to build something locally because I just I don't I don't want to drive three hours to. Yeah. I got to headline a show once, which is, uh, you know, it's like you get to close the show and you get to do the most time, and it's like kind of the the, the goal. You want to be you want to be closing shows. And I got invited onto a show that was just like, uh, you know, in, in, I think it was in uh, Canadagua, which is near Rochester. I think it's Rochester way. And uh, it was like, just for the door, it was like a door deal, but come out and you can do 30 minutes. And I'm like, that sounds great. I like drove way out there. And I I think like we split up, I think I made like $20. I think it was like $60 at the door and we all split it. And uh, I don't know what the point of that is. I guess it, I don't know why I do this. Yeah, just like, <laughs> like what am I? What am I doing actually? <laughs> a spur of the moment trip out of nowhere. The traveling what? probably right. I don't. Yeah, like I just no. I, I like yeah. I don't like driving a lot. Like I didn't want to keep driving for twenty bucks. Yeah. So I just I just wanted to make something that was a little more sustainable. And dude, trivia is so fun, dude. It's like you get to do two hours of comedy instead of you know ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, and people are like thinking about the questions too, right? So it's like probably, like, it's it's so low pressure. Yeah, yeah, you low don't. Pressure. And even if you if you if you say something stupid that's not funny at all, you're just like ah, trivia night. <laughs> like it's I want to tell you, man. You know, it was free. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I think anytime I bomb in front of anybody for any situation, I'll just be like <laughs> trivia night, and they'll be like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, and then I'll walk away. That's the best way to do it, man. Dude, one of my buddies from high school had <laughs> this is one of my favorite moves that I've ever seen done. Uh, if he was, if he had something where if he bombed a joke, he's kind of an awkward, nerdy kind of guy. Bombed a joke, or just if if the conversation was if there was a lull or it got weird, he would take his keys out of his pocket and just like football throw them a <laughs> hundred feet away, and he'd go, "Excuse me, I dropped my keys," and just walk away. <laughs> And it was like the it was a brilliant way to exit any anywhere. He totally got out of he got out of so much shit just by doing that move. <laughs> it's so it's what's just, the comedy like on stage equivalent to that? Like what's what's happening like when you know like all right a joke's going south like I need to really uh, pull something out of a hat here. Oh well, there's so many different situations. So here, if generally if it's like a free show. Or an open mic, or or like a uh, just a showcase, or like a five dollars showcase, or so. There's like, there's not as much pressure. But if you're on like a real pro show, and people have paid fifteen or twenty dollars to come see that show, you want to. Everybody should be good. Like it should be really entertaining all the way through. Mm-hmm. So like when you're when you're bombing on that type of show, that sucks. Um, you could you know you could try to acknowledge it and like joke about how whatever that didn't work. Uh, I mean, probably the best move to do is just take a beat and go on to the next joke. Mm-hmm. But sometimes if you dig in, like, uh, I don't know, I don't know, man, you could just leave. Like assuming <laughs> like, like if you're supposed to do 20 minutes 
and you're you're shitting at five, you you know you can't leave. That's too early. But if you're supposed to do twenty minutes and it starts falling apart at like fifteen, you could just bail. You could just say, "Hey, you guys have been great. See ya." You could just bail. <laughs> like I wouldn't keep digging the hole necessarily. Right. Um, it just depends on the situation. Don't get mad at the crowd, dude. That I that drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. Some people will like they'll yell at the crowd. They'll be like, "Ah, it's funny." fuck you guys like that was great and it's like no dude if it was funny people be laughing like Mm -hmm. you know the no the crowd's not lying nobody's like watching comedy trying not to laugh yeah have you ever have you ever had like any crazy like heckler situations because i know people like there are people in audiences that just heckle you know that's just what they do and Uh, well for the most part we can control that like Mm -hmm. if you set up a proper pro show you could there's there's house rules there's a way you introduce everybody to the show. You could you could control all that. Uh, if somebody does get real shitty and belligerent, you could take them out of. It. We've had a, I did in the years I've been doing. I think we removed like two or three people from a show ever. Um, in some cases, they just had too much to drink. It wasn't really on purpose. It was just like you're disrupting the show. You got to go. Um, we did have mm-hmm. one guy try to fight the comic. That was that oh, was wow. pretty intense. Um, just a joke went south, and he was just like, "What?" <laughs> you like. This, uh, I, it was, there was so much wrong with it. It, everybody was laughing sort of at this guy. Oh, okay. unintentionally. Uh, it was just, it was like crowd work that went, it was like too good. So this poor, well, this one guy was the butt of the joke sort of, and he just had no sense of humor for it. Like some people would laugh at that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and they would be like, they would understand they were at a show and, and you know, they're, they're, everybody's kind of having fun with them, but this guy did not, he did not like that. <laughs> oh my god but it got he didn't nobody got hit he, he just we had him we had him leave it was fine gotcha so like he, what, what kind of thing is like your favorite like jokes to, to do like i mean i'd like i've seen a bunch of comics that love doing the you know certain member of the audience is the butt of the joke uh what kinds of things is the, like is your uh, i wish to? i knew uh just like, it's anything. been so long i i mean I'm trying to think of like what would i talk about that that i think is real funny uh this is not this is not this is not answering your question at all but i do think it's real funny when old people fall on ice i don't know why dude it doesn't seem (laughs) like i don't want to i don't want them to get hurt but goddamn, or just anybody it doesn't i guess old people are funnier but anybody on falling on ice and here's why dude here's why it's funny because it's a it's equal opportunity like yeah. if you live here, you everybody's got the exact same odds of busting their ass on some ice. So yeah. when you see it happen, you're just like, ah, oh, that guy hit the lottery there. He hit like that was his because <laughs> next time it could be you. It was his time. Yeah, it was his time. <laughs> yeah, then, I, I guess it's just it's just you never know when it could happen. <laughs> yeah, I don't. So I mean, to to actually answer your question, I don't have a specific sort of uh, genre to comedy so there's some comics that do like one-liners where it's just a very clear setup punchline setup punchline and they'll, they'll rail out like 10 jokes in a minute you know or something like yeah. uh that's that is not my style that's in- actually incredibly difficult to do well so if you ever see guys doing that well that is like exceptional um yeah. I, you know yeah yeah i don't uh this is it dude just this is this entire interaction is how my comedy is. No, I just uh, try to talk to people. Well, that's, I mean, we're having a blast, man. I mean, we're, 
we're laughing. Yeah, you guys are better than. Here. I thought this was gonna suck. I'll be <laughs> honest. That's fair. Yeah, when Andre wrote me, I felt pressured to say yes, and then uh, <laughs> I was like, ah, I gotta go on. With I thought you guys were actually in high school for some reason. I thought oh, it was okay. like. I don't know. Well, because I also didn't pay attention to half the shit he said, but <laughs> like it just—it was like I—I I, I heard like I got two students, they need your time, and I was like, shit. They have an All English right. project due in like a week, and they really <laughs> right, need some right. content. I'm like, I could probably b- blow this off until I die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, you guys are great, man. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad. I just I like seeing people do stuff locally like this. So you're making me, you're making me feel inspired. Well, dude, I'm so, I'm I'm so happy for that. I mean, we're having a great time. I'm happy that uh, uh, that you're um, you know feeling good about it after you know it, I can see how that could seem like that. You know, we try to we try to like um, send our interview requests very carefully because I could see how that could be like a um, all right. We really what are we gonna? Well, say you to never know guy? what you're gonna. Yeah. You never know what it's gonna be. That's oh, all. Of course. Sometimes it's like it, you could have been. You could have been two of the most dull, fucking people I've ever met. Oh, of course. And then I would have had to just sit here and do it. Yeah, because <laughs> you accepted. Because I right. Because I. What am I gonna do? Get on and realize I don't like you and be like, oh, these guys. Are I mean, you could worst. just walk away. I got this. Right. Exactly. My That'd be hilarious. Yeah, I right. Yeah, if I got up, if I said like I gotta just run to the bathroom quick and, and never, never come back, never return. <laughs> I think that's how I quit a few of my jobs. Actually, it's a pretty pretty effective <laughs> effective strategy. Yeah, dude, you guys uh, should come out the Tuesday if you have a Tuesday night free. Come and play trivia with me. It's Where at, at the Killer Brew in New Hartford, and it's it's uh, the waitress is cute. I don't know if that matters, ah. but. I'm just trying to sell you. I, she's got like five kids. So it's, it's not like she's cute. You could talk to her, but just, just like she's cute. <laughs> what, what's uh, what time at you might say so it's seven, seven to nine. All right. But so, that's, that's Pacific time. I like to be confusing. <laughs> wait, wait, seven to nine. Pacific start time? to specify. No, no, I'm kidding, dude. Oh, I'm, okay. Yeah. Sorry. It's, it's our time. It's seven to nine. Our time. All right, cool. Yeah, I got the sticky note out. So any like any jokes that might have like went into my ears while I was writing on the sticky note, like I would have never picked up on it. So. That's all right. There were zero. <laughs> <laughs> there were zero jokes. Yeah. Well, yeah, I I got you. Uh, you got it, man. Killer trivia, seven to nine, Tuesday. I'll try and recruit a team. What's what's the team size here? What's what's the? Yeah, what's they the so it's the, the team size is is just whatever amount of people you can get if you can get that you there's 10 i think there's a maximum of 10 to a party so if you can get 10 people first of all i'll be super impressed i don't think yeah. it's possible but if you could you i'll let you play with 10 people i don't care sweet we'll do some you know what we'll do do you guys do you do that every tuesday it's every tuesday yeah um we'll do our best to to rack up a serious trivia team um so, Akash, you're you're in Vermont, but we should team up to see if we can. Get Wait, him. he's in Vermont. Yeah, not, yeah, not local. Vermont. Oh my god, dude! Now that I look at the rooms, are different colors. I thought you guys were like in the same room, 
but why would you be? It's fucking Zoom. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I'm an true. idiot. Like, look at the, the paint doesn't even match. Well, to be fair, we literally talked about this and we didn't even bring it up. So, like, I could see how you uh, uh, could think it, that we're in the same room. No, we talked about dude, don't don't things. make excuses for me. <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. That was stupid. You guys are clearly in two different places. The lighting's different and shit. Like, what was I thinking? Yeah, Vermont lighting's a little brighter. Yeah. But you you will get to meet the third roommate if he does bring him. Yeah, Absolutely. right on. Cool, cool. Wait, so are you in Vermont, like, permanently? I'm permanently here, yeah. So, oh, are you, like, are you a Bernie guy? Like, is that your boy because of Vermont? Dude, I haven't seen him yet, but everyone says, oh. you know, he does cool things, you know, walks around. I don't Shops. think anyone's seen him sl- slip on ice, but no, that's possible. But, <laughs> yeah. man, that would make national news, dude. I love Bernie. Bernie slips on ice with mittens. <laughs> Next viral meme. Uh, well, this has been a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm saying that because I'm ready to go. Absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. <laughs> That's so a great I, I maxed out on uh, questions as well. So, Phil, thanks so much, man. Uh, thanks, guys. I'm happy you enjoyed yourself. We definitely enjoyed ourselves. Uh, um, good luck with this and, and your music. Do you do you gig uh, like regularly? Like, do uh, you play like a – like, are you so- employable? Are, can I hire you? Sure, as a absolutely. musician. I, I mean, so, I've uh, like the gig last Thursday was actually my first one in a while. Okay, um, but uh, I was trying to gig more regularly before the pandemic hit. You know, because like I lived in Baltimore for uh, like six months, and I gig regu- regularly there. So I have experience right doing it like over okay. and over. My again. buddy, I got a buddy who books uh, the Woodland Brewery. We oh, work no closely way. with them. That's a good spot. That's an amazing yeah, spot. We we work closely with them, and he's the manager. He's the bar manager over there. And I, the thing is, I mean, it's the circumstances are probably different with the with the COVID and the restrictions and stuff. So I don't know that they're booking live entertainment right now. But um, it's something where when they have a schedule, they need to fill dates. So I could potentially get you in there. Dude, that'd be amazing. Absolutely, I'm so down for that. All right, so just stay in touch, and when that happens, I'll try to just i'm just gonna try to put you in touch with the guy because i I don't want to be bothered (laughs) i gotta gotta go play assassin's creed for another hundred hours i can't i don't have time (laughs) for this yeah time time is filled that game's that's a big game you need it all the (laughs) are you playing that it's so i hate it like i (laughs) i just i just beat it and it's so it's so stupid man dude my vice was it doesn't make any sense at the end I can't. Oh, I'm not gonna, I don't want to spoil anything. Is that the newest Assassin's Creed? Yeah, the newest one. Oh man, the uh, that that series has been very. I can imagine there's a lot of detail and confusion in the middle of all the different storylines. It's there's like there's reincarnation and shit. Somebody goes, oh, we shouldn't. It's like <laughs> I can't even get into it. There's next they're gonna do time travel and like all these oh, like, no. abstract concepts. I just want to murder people. <laughs> like, just let me <laughs> murder people. I don't need to time travel. I just need to stab somebody in the neck. <laughs> in this time. Yeah, in the in the present. <laughs> yeah, my voice was Fallout, man. I, I spent I like Fallout, oh, sure, yeah. Lots of hours on that. But uh yeah, absolutely. I'll I'll give you all my information if you want to if you want to hook me up with the Woodland guy, that'd be awesome. If you're on Facebook we might already be friends, but just get me on Facebook, dude. That's where I manage everything. Cool. Yeah, you got yeah. it. Um, well, thanks again, Phil, for doing this. I know. Thank I know you, guys. You go Appreciate and, uh, you. <laughs> go murder. Gotta murder my wife. <laughs> 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 All right, man. Thanks again. Take care, guys. Yeah, Thank take you. Care. Yep.
That was our interview with Phil Farda. Uh, just to kind of reiterate Phil's upcoming schedule, uh, on Monday he'll be doing trivia at Pizza Boy's Tap Room. Um, every Tuesday night he does trivia at the Killebrew Saloon. Uh, Thursday night he'll be doing uh, Love Stinks, the anti-Valentine's trivia in person. Uh, it's a special theme, as you can imagine, at the Wood- Woodland Farm Brewery. Um, Friday, he does You Don't Know Crap, virtual trivia night, streaming live from 8 to 10 p.m. on Fish Guy Media Network. Um, and then it looks like he's doing reoccurring trivia at uh, Woodland Farm Brewery as well. Um, and another thing to mention is the You Don't Know Crap virtual trivia night is the fundraiser uh, for the, the CNY diaper bank that uh, he was mentioning uh, during the interview. So if you guys wanted to tune into that, you could probably give to a good cause as well, uh, giving them babies and diapers. Um, I was just reading this off of his Facebook page as well. Uh, if you want to keep tabs with what Phil's doing, uh, he posts everything on his personal Facebook just uh, at Phil Farda, you know, it'll be up to his discretion whether whether he adds you as a friend, which I'm sure he will. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed that interview. Uh, we'll be posting all Phil's stuff um, on our social media. We hope you guys tune in next time. Mm-hmm.